breathing and, and smacking. <laughs> what about now, bitch? <laughs> yeah. um, okay. Welcome to Shop Talk. We should come with up with like an intro. That that wasn't an intro. <laughs> Whatever that was made me think uh, we need something out. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm gonna go. It sounds fine. <laughs> One, two, three. Welcome, welcome, welcome mm. to shop shop I hate this. <laughs> Just for you viewers out there, she's not getting paid extra for the <laughs> show, too. She's not getting paid at all. <laughs> she's out in the 14 bucks she made for these uh, bubblies. What all an right. investment. I was given some feedback from our last podcast that we, need we just kind of jump right in and we don't get to know each other. Um, I feel like we know each other. I guess. Yeah, we, but people don't know us. I mean, what is there to know? How's your week going? It's Monday. <laughs> I ate two bowls of ice cream last night and fell asleep at 8 p.m. <laughs> oh, yeah. We need to talk about our, um, our, our wet and wild drink for today. This is called Brut Bubble. These are so cute. I thought they were so fun. Let's ASMR this. Oh, oh that's good. Mm. Okay, so I feel like I say okay so a lot. After watching these few podcasts and some of the clips... I have never spent more of my free time thinking about the words that come out of my mouth. Yeah. Which, honestly, I think... There it is. I think. Let, that's the drinking game of this episode. He needs to stop Every time thinking. I say, I think, yeah. take a sip. Mine is, okay, so, and does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Ooh, I used to work with someone who would say, that would set my f- interiors on fire. <laughs> they would say... I'm sure it wasn't me. <laughs> Yeah, they had red hair and a hand-me-down robe. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, You must be a Weasley. No, but they would say, oh, so, you know, we came to the salon and everything else and blah, 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 blah. They would say, Uh, and everything else after so many things. And that would just drive me nuts. And they probably didn't even realize they were saying it. Just as we don't. Some people are uncomfortable or they have um like it's an issue for them to, to talk in public or to mm-hmm. and talk in front of others and so we use these filler words as like crutches i form my sentence as i'm going totally. i don't have an idea i'm just fucking talking so i'm not realizing what i'm gonna say in the next couple of seconds and so those filler words just kind of fill in everything yeah um but also to play on this podcast i have not watched myself at all and it's, you haven't watched it no i don't actually need to see myself it's, it's funny i actually listen to it and i watch it so i'm glad you're doing research <laughs> because well <laughs> and i watch a lot of other podcasts too now i watch it with a very different lens I, and it's not even really critiquing them it's more like oh i want to use that in all ours yeah. or or setups or whatever so those I of should. you watching on youtube we did change our setup from the very first episode to this yeah and then we did get some different mic stands in this one we're I, learning we're learning we are and i'm just i'm too much of a anal freak about certain and things thank god he's anal <laughs> and i'm not <laughs> yeah honest, honestly i'm a little troll doll. drives me crazy <laughs> okay so of course i had more random thoughts so this is just how we're going to start every podcast first what's your opinion on people who film themselves crying oh god i hate them <laughs> oh my gosh what part of what you're going through that is compelling you to cry makes you think i need to take a video or a photo of this i mean you're in a moment of despair sometimes mm-hmm. or happiness 
I'm thinking about what's making me cry, not thinking like, oh, God, I should take a photo of this. <laughs> right. Oh, God, I bet it looks so good. Or I need to take a photo of this to document it. I don't want to remember why I was crying. Like, I have, I have secondhand embarrassment when I watch people doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and, you know, and... <laughs> it's, I, it's tough because there's a toxicity in only sharing happy moments too yeah you really have such a small narrow line to really um tread on when you are posting on social media if you're too happy you're bragging if you show too much of what you buy you're showing off if you don't post enough why are they just in the background not ever sharing anything yeah you don't matter you know and so it's like there's this really hard um i'm gonna kill her oh my god i'm so excited Oh. What the f- are you doing here? Say hi to the camera. Hi, everybody. This is Shop Talk. <laughs> Katie, tell everyone why you love working at CGW Ooh. Salon. To work with Tanner Smith. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's your opinion on people that uh, film themselves crying? I, f- I hate that. <laughs> yep. It or gives do me, you... like, awkwardness. Like, like secondhand embarrassment? Like, yes. yes. Secondhand embarrassment. Yes. Gives me and, awkwardness. Yeah. You need likes. The dopamine that's created mm-hmm. from the notification. They want to yep. think, like, not everything is happy all the time. Which, I, you know, I agree with. I definitely have had moments where I'm, like, posting the sad girl quotes and all of that. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, put, you the, put the song. Yeah. I've tried to, like, yeah, not. Yeah, you've had a few if of those moments. it's a sad day at the salon, we all know because of the music choice. Go to, oh, jeez. Yeah. Maybe we're just, like, really judgmental. <laughs> and so and it's. I saw this quote once. It was, like, when you're driving, anyone going faster than you is a maniac and anyone going slower than you knew as an idiot yeah and so it's like it's all relative say bye katie oh sorry bye Bye, shop talk she's great (laughs) there was this old man on the side of the road when i was leaving the coffee shop and his phone was like this he was like watching Mm. a video and first i thought oh maybe he has bad eyesight but then also i was like why is the phone so close to your face like that can't be good you know i have a few clients that are my age maybe a little bit younger and they have taken their text and made it large print and every time I see it I'm like why is your phone like that like giving them a hard time uh-huh. they're smart they are so smart yeah, whether they have bad eyesight or they're smart and we should be doing that I mean we were just you go getting, ahead you go ahead and make that a print <laughs> extra should. large on your phone we were uh giving one of the stylists here a hard time because she was wearing these cheap ass flip-flop shoes to work and we said all of us you know especially us in our late 20s 30s we're and have been in the in the game for a while yeah. we're sitting there like no you cannot wear that mm. your back your hips everything is gonna kill you but I thought I was told the same thing mm-hmm. eight ten years ago and I was like oh, whatever I look adorable you can you know blah blah yeah. blah and think so, about the years we wore heels doing hair oh I wore <laughs> heels yeah <laughs> you, wore but, heels you know too. okay so I had a dream the other week that this girl at the gym that I go to She's kind of annoying, and I've never talked to her before, but she obviously makes an impact because she made it into my sleepy dreams. But she came in here to make an appointment in my dream, and she was like, well, Lisa takes appointments at 2.30. Why can't she take them at 2.30 a.m.? And was like pushing for me to book a 2.30 a.m. appointment on you. And I booked it. You dick. That's rude. (laughs) So what does that mean? What does that say? Like, I was like, "Mm, Lisa can do it. 
2.30? Nah. She's fine. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing good, but... Slave to the game, baby. 2.30 a.m., can you imagine? But she was just the audacity. She was like, oh, I have to, uh, you have to book it. Like, if she works 2... I just remember her saying, she works 2.30 p.m. Why can't she work 2.30 a.m.? Yeah. Anna. I mean, the <laughs> logic is there. I know. In your dream. I was dying. I was like, what the fuck? Um, I had a dream that... Ashton, one of the stylists here, took my clippers, which is fine, take my clippers, <laughs> and use and use them, and then left them on the sidewalk for me. And I was like, hey, where are my clippers? <laughs> like, hey, girlfriend, where are my clippers? And she goes, I put them on the sidewalk like I always do. Like, I'm an idiot. Like, duh. They're on the- and I was like, oh, okay, great, and went and got them. Uh, isn't it? Uh, dreams are so weird. They are weird. Okay, another thought that I had. Do you think that Chris Appleton... <laughs> For those of you who don't know that who that is, Chris Appleton is Sexy. Kim Kardashian's uh, hairstylist. Mm-hmm. And do you think Beautiful he would be man. as successful as he is if he wasn't so good looking? Cricket, cricket. I don't well, know. Okay, so this stemmed from a yeah. TikTok I saw of him where he was doing an upstyle on some pretty blonde girl. Uh-huh. And he basically did a ponytail that he braided and then put into like a bun. It was nothing. Oh, I saw it. Nothing special, right? Yeah. It was nice. And so it was fine, whatever. But it had tons of likes, tons of follows, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was staring at him the whole time I watched this TikTok. <laughs> yeah. I actually wasn't even watching the air. Yeah, you were. <laughs> and so I just, it, it led me to think, do you, how much of your success do you think goes into how you look? Okay, so this... And from a personal point, not that I'm so good looking, but um, when I first started hair, started doing hair, I was a grandma, like (laughs) bubble set haircut. I don't know why I thought you said grandma, like a grandma seizure. (laughs) You were seizure, seizure inducing the way you looked. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Honestly, yeah, it was awful. I just looked like dopey and not Hmm. honestly like a trendy hairstylist. Kind of true. And then I glowed up and, (laughs) but honestly, not even glowed up. Really what I started doing is I started looking like a hairstylist. I colored my hair some fun colors, got a trendier hairstyle. I got tattoos. Unfortunately, that kind of appealed to the look. And that is when I noticed my business started growing, my clientele. And so it had nothing to do with me being pretty but it, it mm. had everything to do with I look the part and so people started to gravitate towards you know my business and and all of that but I think for him because his Instagram it it's mostly him like he'll post some hair right, stuff yeah. but he is half naked on a beach living his life and I think people are fascinated more by the life that he lives mm-hmm. and how good he looks of course well, but there's a level of notoriety that comes from just being associated with yeah. the kardashians of course but i just was watching that video and thinking you didn't really do anything special here yeah. which it may be the point sometimes it's like oh effortless style you just throw yeah. it up it doesn't Content. take very long yeah. i get it but i was just thinking like you are so gorgeous does it, you could slice wheat toast and I would probably watch it and follow. So I, yeah, you know, it is interesting though. And I think what's interesting is. too is when you and I were starting in this industry within the first five years of our career. So like the mid 2010s, the time in fashion and the time in beauty was very glammed out, very over the top. Now I think, I think. in comparison to now, 
everything's so much more casual and athleisure yeah. and makeup is not intense like it was like we just glammed out for oh work God. and now Ombre, i'm like i would eyebrows. never i could never be asked to like put in well, that much effort a great example is wedding styles so when i first started doing hair it was beautiful updos with a braid pinned back everything was hairsprayed to where if you took it out and didn't wash your hair that night it was still done right. the curls were still intact and now i say you have to master the non-updo updo mm -hmm. and every woman um that gets their hair done for their wedding day they want to look like themselves Times slightly elevated or five yeah, yeah. which you is know? it's it's interesting because that seems like it would be easier oh it's but not actually it's harder than ever no because it's easy it's easy to hide someone's imperfections with a when can of hairspray yeah. <laughs> yeah when it's full glam lashes the works mm -hmm. it's it, it's difficult to elevate someone enough and just understanding what they mean by I want to look like myself, but better. I have a well, story. I, I think you would look better like this. Yeah. But what do they? What do they think? You know. So I have a story, and this kind of tells you the difference. And the girls at the salon give me such a hard time about this. But one of the first weddings I did, I went and <laughs> curled the entire bride's hair, curled every single coil, literally <laughs> ringlet. She looked like right. a. A American doll. <laughs> American girl doll. American girl doll. Love Anyways, it. and I go to brush them out and, you know, break them apart. And she goes, what are you doing? And, and that was back in the day this where was like, people kind of liked that style. That was This was on the like cusp what style? of curls not being brushed out. Well, I it didn't was on think the so. I wasn't that. into that. But, you but know, there was, was like a period. 2012, 2013, maybe even 2011. Anyways, she asks... Uh, she freaks out because I'm brushing it. And I, I said, well, what, you want to keep these curls like this? And she goes, oh, yeah. Every wedding photo that she has, she's, like, <laughs> leaning forward, giving her husband a fake kiss. And it's, like, one curl, two curl, three curl, four curl. And I'm, like, oh, my God. <laughs> Meanwhile, but, you're untagging every photo they oh tagged you in. <laughs> she, and, but that's what she wanted now. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I don't even curl people when I do their hair for the wedding. I'm, I'm kind of maybe pin adding texture, mm. but that's what you want. It's it's very different, and that's yeah. just how it always is. Yeah, it, it's, you know. it's ever evolving. Of course, we need to do a whole episode on bridal. Oh, yeah. Catastrophes. Not I, really. Actually, bridezillas are not as common as you would think. Zillas. Or <laughs> bride's mother's I have a story that I'm just waiting to unleash. Um, and For this, our viewers, mm. please tell us any questions you have about bridal. Yeah. Bride's bridal. If please, you are getting married soon and you have questions, Yeah. No, we us. definitely have to do a bridal episode. Okay, I have one more thing to add. Great. Have you seen the upcoming trailers for the new Netflix show about Wednesday Adams? Nope. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not at all. Why? Great. Anyways, um, yeah, it looks pretty good, but it's basically all centered around Wednesday cool, cool, and cool. her going to school. Adam's Family is such an iconic story, but I think for like hair and makeup, it's really fun because there's this play of like gothic versus 
natural and all of those things. But I wish it was a little darker. Like, you yeah. need to watch the trailer because okay. it's it's definitely very family-oriented, I think. It's from Tim, Tim Burton. He's know. kind of dark, though. Yeah, he is. Like, I wish it had more surprised. of, like, an Edward Scissorhands vibe. Yeah. In the scene of the trailer, one of the jocks are mean to her. And he's, like, the swim captain. And she releases piranhas in the pool. Cool. <laughs> Don't we wish... Now. Everyone right now is picturing somebody they wish they could have yeah, done that right. to. But I am excited to watch it and see kind of, like, the hair and makeup and just kind of how they... Take such an iconic role, like Angelica Houston. Houston, mm-hmm. original Morticia. Like, what an iconic role! How can you even replace yeah, she that? But killed it. Catherine Zeta, I feel like would be a good. She look, she doesn't age either. Give yeah, us, Morticia give would us be an secrets. awesome role to have. Okay, should we jump right in? Today's episode is why you didn't get the hair you wanted and paid for it. Spooky. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, bum, bum. We are rapidly approaching spooky season. Ooh. Which I'm so excited for. I'm really sad about the weather change. Like, I'm not ready for being inside all the time and it being cold and sad and dreary. But I am excited for the fashion Mm -hmm. and the movies and all of that. Fall's exciting. Before I- we jump, oh, sorry. I And that too. I was watching the last episode and I was really angry at myself for how many times I interrupt you. So yeah, I apologize publicly was. here. See, this is why I don't watch him. <laughs> I, the whole time I'm going to be like, that little bitch, <laughs> he cut me off again. He shut the f- I'm excited about this. Okay. Episode. I was brainstorming this morning of, you know, uh, brainstorming and going through a lot of the questions that people put in. And there was a lot of client horror stories i'm like well yeah there's plenty of that stuff i'm not here to embarrass people he might be but i'm not here to embarrass oh, people. i have i'm ready i need a whole episode just <laughs> to embarrass people to, not to embarrass them but like set the record straight and well and uh, i mean this goes to our last conversation about leaving reviews publicly and, and they're not very productive in my opinion but i just kind of wanted to talk about um hair expectations yeah and why we price for that and why sometimes you still pay the price of you know whatever was quoted but you didn't get what you wanted yeah and there's reason behind that and there's a lot that you know i was going through a lot of um am i the assholes i have one today oh i'm excited and a lot of them were am i the asshole for refusing to pay the price because that's what i wasn't quoted there are a lot of that and you know, yes, no, maybe so. I think a lot of it goes into the stylist needs to constantly be having a, a conversation with the client about, you know, this is what's going on. So maybe the price is going to be this much. Um, uh, we co- we tell the girls always in their consultations, you know, uh, like under promise, over deliver. Mm-hmm. Always under promise, over deliver. So important. And just and that kind of goes to your price. It needs to be like overpriced. <laughs> And then go under. Well, it's, it's again, it's so much easier to tell someone, hey, your hair's going to cost you $400 today. Whoa, that's a lot. But okay, cool. And then to come back and say, actually, we didn't end up using as much product or we didn't end up having to do this. So it's going to be $350 or Or halfway through the, you know, hey, it looks to me like I'm going to have to, you know, do another round of lightener on your hair. So it's going to be this much more. Are you fine with that? They say no, then there's a new game plan that you two have to come up with. Um, So we're going to start with, am I the asshole? Okay, Okay, yes, I love these. 
Am I the asshole for throwing a temper tantrum at the salon I go to? Okay. Okay. <laughs> My initial response is yes, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I need some context. I mean, a temper tantrum, like my 11-month-old throws those, mm, you know? like Barely. Oh. Yeah, barely. <laughs> so. Okay. So I, 20 female, have a really bad history with hairdressers. When I was younger, a hairdresser bleached my head before putting on color, but the color washed out in less than two weeks, and I was left with yellow hair that was so damaged it was falling out in clumps. Whoa. I spent four years growing it out and being scared of hair salons, and now my mom convinced me to try it again. I agreed and told her I, I, her to book me something non-invasive and someone that she trusted, with someone she trusted. Okay. When I was sitting in the chair, my hairdresser announced that she will be bleaching my whole head and putting on color. That's her trigger, right? I got so scared that tears started pouring down my face. When I calmed down and I explained that I had a really bad history with it and that I didn't want bleach, she got frustrated, frustrated and said that she can't do anything on my current hair because the color won't show up. My hair is a dark blonde. I stood my ground and refused to have the treatment done, but she complained that now the time she's safe for her will be washed. Safe for me, sorry, will be washed. When I got home, my mom told me I acted like a little asshole because the hairdresser <laughs> is her good friend and I embarrassed her, but I don't think I should pay the $400 if I'm going to be unhappy. Am I the asshole? Sorry. What I, I think I missed. What what was her end result that she was wanting? She wanted blonde. She wanted blonde. She was Actually, dirty she blonde. didn't really say. She just said that I'm assuming she wanted blonde because the hairdresser said, I can't do anything to your hair unless I bleach it. Okay. So she probably needed to have blonde or like a fashion color or something. So, yes, she is the asshole. You do not throw a temper tantrum. My first red flag is when anyone ever says, I have a really bad history with hairstylists. All the hairstylists, everybody ruins my hair, blah, 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 blah. Anytime Mm -hmm. someone says something negative about a previous stylist, I'm always like, oh, red flag number one. Yeah. That always really triggers me, especially when they call and book an appointment, which to attest to this, I can almost guarantee when a client is going to be difficult just based off off of the conversation I have on the phone yeah. with them. I could I mean I would bet every dollar sometimes I have that it's going to end a specific way just based off of how yeah. we interact well, on the phone. And disclaimer, just because you had a bad like, experience. Well, just because you had a bad experience, I don't doubt that you didn't. You probably had an awful experience. That happens. Mm. You know, it's happened before, and it will continue to happen. But you need to kind of wipe that away, you know? Yeah. It's just like dating. If yeah. you went on a bad date, are you going to bring and harbor yeah. all that bad energy from that bad date Or had a bad, bad date relationship. The next? Are you yeah, you to- can't. Some no. do. Yeah. <laughs> but... And you I can't. Want it, it's almost like you've got to set the tone from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And if you sit down in, in someone's chair, in a hairstylist chair, and say, I've had a really bad experience, it's like you're kind of creating you're creating the experience again. You're creating that negativity right from the get-go. I do respect her a little bit in the sense that, like, she had boundaries as far as what she was willing to do to her hair and, and didn't want to do it. I do yeah. sometimes feel like people ask for things that are really unrealistic, and we tell them, like, hey, this is what's going to happen happen you're definitely compromising the integrity of your hair by doing this are you sure and they're like pull the trigger i don't care like they have i mean no we've remorse. had clients say i don't care if you've if my, my yeah hair, if which dry, you know and that blows it's, my mind it's, it's, that's just kind of hard to navigate yeah and so i do respect that she was like i don't want to 
do this. I think- but it's the it's any time. <laughs> Okay, talk about crying on camera. Another one for me is crying about your hair. It's like crying about... I don't know. Uh, TikTok to... is wild. Some of the trashed hair, it makes me sick that you no, see. No, yes. You're 100% you right. When someone's you hair is cry. not a solid, not a liquid, but somewhere in between, that <laughs> yeah. is actually shocking. It's, it's like, like, <laughs> every time I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I yeah. can't watch it. When it looks like string cheese, yeah. like, it is Ooh. really disturbing. But... I just think everyone has to have some perspective. And this is okay, so this goes side to the note. Topic. I just finished a book that was super good. And people keep telling me to talk about book recommendations in this mm-hmm. podcast. Guys, this is hair related, not book related. Maybe we need to start a book talk or Ooh, yeah, a that'd book be fun. podcast because I definitely think we could do that. But um anyways, I was reading I've been reading this book and I just finished it and the third part of the book is set in the future, like about a hundred years from now. And everything's just, of course, like slightly apocalyptic. There's no, you know, everything's rationed. Like you can only shower certain days because there's a water shortage, all these things like pandemic stricken world. So we're not far off. And anyways, I just find that like in some places in the world, like this is reality. Like yeah. this book that I'm reading, it's like, oh, this dystopian world sounds so far off. But like this is a reality for a lot of people that live in the world and that don't live in America. And so then I just find that you are crying about your hair, mm-hmm. something that isn't even has nothing. It's superficial. It's so superficial. And mm-hmm. it's so silly to like cry about that. Especially when nothing had been done. I could see you crying about someone totally fucking your hair up and you your hair's melting off your head or oh, they just totally ruin it. Yes, yeah. like that sucks. You're you are losing something in that. And so tears when you get home or whatever, not when you're on TikTok. But to cry about something like what is she crying about i guess i don't really understand like she i guess she it triggered her it uh, was like a trigger thing that word alone is so annoying to me i'm gonna sound really like republican which i'm not but it's so annoying like trigger warning trigger warning i'm so over that shit it took me forever to realize what what tw was i asked my sister-in-law because i was on a a baby page and it was like tw labor who who is trigger who are trigger warnings for Water. Does anyone know? What? Who are trigger warnings for? I don't know. Honestly, when they I'm say so over when it. they say trigger or TW trigger warning, I'm like, cool. You lean in. You're like, you yeah. lean into the it's trauma. It's like when someone says, "Don't look." Yeah, exactly. Always look. Exactly. I guess so. With this, I kind of want to lead into like, um, for one, she said that the hairstylist was upset because she had booked out this whole time, and that kind of goes into. Um, you didn't get the hair you wanted, but you still had to pay for it because your expectation um, was one thing. Hopefully the hairstylist had a really good consultation and conversation with you about expectations versus reality. But whether you didn't get what you wanted or not, you still... They that hairstylist still used the product, the time, the skill, the electric, the water, the shampoo, everything well, to get you as close to that expectation. And I'd love to point out that the hairstylist is just as disappointed as you are. So in this in this scenario, she they didn't do anything. It sounds she to me just like got they up didn't. and left. Yeah. 
because that girl but basically the hairstylist was upset because she had booked out all this time right. for her i it sounds to me like the hairstylist was like i'm picturing her with like smoker's voice like the hairstylist well, yeah like well i wasted four hundred dollars <laughs> like, uh, on you did you ever watch the simpsons yeah. and the the two ants yes, yes <laughs> just like that smoke coming out they're of always smoking every pore literally always yes but uh, for That's some funny. reason i picture her like that but anyways Hmm. This hairstylist was upset. Sounded to me like if it were me, I probably would have said like, okay, let's wipe your tears, bitch. And let's let's come up with a game plan. Bleach clearly is a trigger yeah. for you. I'm just picturing this woman who went yeah. in to get her hair done. I don't even want to say woman. I want to say girl because it feels very childlike. She's a 20 female, but oh, yeah. Okay, 20, yeah, so you're a baby. God, you didn't listen to any of it. <laughs> <laughs> You read it really fast. Did I? Yeah, I it was it normally. was super fast. And so I was like, okay. And I get distracted easily. No, I guarantee you were over here critiquing my inflections. Of- I actually I, <laughs> I knew it. I definitely was. I was like, oh, she should have paused there. Uh, yeah. It, no, no. But go on. Yeah, I just pictured like a, a somber, sad girl who just can't really handle the complexities of life yeah i don't know i that, that's what's hard is i do feel like we we kind of keep having this narrative of like people can't be unhappy or people can't complain or people can't say how they feel which is totally not what i think we're saying no. i think it's just for me it's not productive well for me it's just always like about gaining perspective yeah and if you are in a situation where something is upsetting to you I always try to peel myself back and say, okay, is this something that I actually should be upset about? Or yeah. is this something that really should be that disturbing to me? And most of the times it's not. My well, emotions are not actually, um, I just saw a TikTok that was like, it was, um, I don't know her name, but she was the, she's an actress on The Big Bang Theory. And now she's the host of Jeopardy. Kaylee Coco. No, she's the she's the host of uh, uh, yeah. Jeopardy now. Oh my god, guys, Ted loves Jeopardy. That's the only thing Wild. he'll watch. It's the blue screen, but go on. And so she was talking about how she once in situations, she's had to really teach herself to respond and not react. Mm-hmm. And those are very different. Always. And so I think for me in this situation, you have to not lead with your emotions on both sides. I have a lot of situations where I talk to the stylist and they're really genuinely upset about an interaction, whether it's a client who's wanting to cancel last minute or reschedules a lot. And, you know, they're harping on this client and they're so frustrated and they're really leading with their emotions. And I try, and again, as the manager, it's easy for me to not have that kind of emotional response to it. Of course, it's not directly affecting me. And so you just have to hold people to the systems and mm-hmm. and again who knows this stylist maybe doesn't have any sort of like cancellation policy or no show policy or something that protects her in the event of someone not completing the service that they're booked for but to me it's like okay you don't want to do your service today that's totally fine this that does mean this is a cancellation of the appointment and therefore we do have to go ahead and process a cancellation via 50 percent mm-hmm. it's easy it's simple cut them out the door and you're done guaranteed this person wasn't like this. The stylist probably has to manage their own booking. And so I don't know. I don't, she's an asshole in the sense of why are you crying? (laughs) No use crying over spilled milk. No use crying over spilled lightener. So I also chose this. Am I the asshole? Because I feel like a lot of time clients, they, they do no research before they get their hair done. 
None. Some yeah. do, and we love them for them. Some do it too much, and we hate them too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like social media. I know. It, too much is, is too much, but not enough. That's fucking annoying. And so in this girl's case... So you know bleach is an issue for you, enough to bring tears to your eyes and cause a fucking scene, right? So why not do the research to find out, okay, what services can I get done that don't require bleach? You know? Well, and that's really the question here. You want to be blonde. Yeah. Well, we're assuming. You want to be lighter because obviously the stylist would not be doing this if you... What did you think was going to have to happen? Exactly. She did absolutely no research prior to this, uh, as far as I'm concerned. But then, and I feel like that kind of goes into the theme of this episode, because people, they want... Certain things. Certain things. They do no research. They want certain things that aren't going to happen. Let's be honest. We can work our way to that, but they're not going to happen. And then they're upset that they're still spending, you know, X, Y, and Z on this service. There's such an impulse of, I see this cute girl on TikTok with this fun silver hair or whatever color and they screenshot it and they want to be that girl yeah and i find i find that's really the problem is Mm -hmm. there isn't actually much forethought it's all about in a moment they want to be someone else and i even do this i I was thinking about this today i was on instagram and an ad popped up for a carry all bag for traveling fun fun and it was this cute girl she had an all beige outfit on she had a silver titanium case case (laughs) luggage like carry on luggage and she had the tote bag that was being sold and there wasn't a lot of focus on the bag itself it was the girl and i was like i want to be that girl yeah i want to be the girl i want to travel that's all beige looks cute in the airport has somewhere to be world traveler passport stamped ready to go and so that's that's what happens with hair i think is people see these girls Mm -hmm. with cute little crop tops baggy jeans and they're doing a little boyfriend tiktok dance and they're like i want to be this girl and so the first step is my hair mm-hmm. and so and I don't blame them I think it's hard because you and I will always have a perspective that the a client can't have they would never think about things the way that no that we do and hopefully the things like this can help bridge that gap yeah between what people know and what they don't know I don't know yeah it's I hard. remember I my know. nail tech used to tell me she'd get frustrated with people um, that would come in with unrealistic nail expectations mm-hmm. and i'd be like well what's what, what is that yeah. exactly like i had no idea and so it would be oh i want these long almond shaped um hayley bieber nails but i don't want tips <laughs> but and I'm, i chew but my I'm nails. a trash truck yeah. driver <laughs> and i yeah i chew my nails every night because i have trigger warning anxiety oh, <laughs> and so anyways and so they'd be like well i don't have to tell you you're not getting these nails unless you do these things it's interesting as a nail tech do you think that they like ask questions like that because to me i would think if someone came in and showed me a picture of the nails i wouldn't really ask any questions i was just like yeah okay here you go well i think uh, it kind of goes to hair though because and i say this to the girls all the time when i first started doing hair way back in 2009 (laughs) back when we mixed the pigment from berries (laughs) Back when we etched the price in stone. Anyways, um, 
I would have a client sit in my chair and say, I want highlights. And you'd say, but, and you'd go and give them highlights and they liked it. I want to be dark. Cool. You'd go and you make them dark. For What was the, it was like, remember at Paul Mitchell, it was like everybody used, it was like four. Dash three. Is, well, it wasn't Dash no, 3, it but was it was like 4G. 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 It was 4G. Everybody was used 4G. Like, it was a, a gold, go-to kind of buttery, bron- dark. Bronzy dark. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, exactly. It, everything was so simple. Not, yeah, simple and just like not customized. And now, I mean, I have clients, they show me the screenshot from a TikTok video in the middle of her mm-hmm. her dance, <laughs> and, I'm supp- and they want that exactly. Or they're sitting in my chair and they're saying, I want ash, I want mm. silver, I want, I want pearl, pearl. I know, the words are so interesting. Yeah. Anyways. Ooh, a hot but- take. Friends is fucking stupid. No, we're not getting into that. <laughs> so anyways, so but these they're coming in here and they want these details and so they're they're creating the conversation that as a stylist you don't really want to have half the time, but yeah. you have to. Well, they, but see, that's the problem is these girls though, and guys, I should say this isn't yeah. just a gender thing. These girls and these guys they're coming in and saying, I want these specific things about their service, but they're not doing any research on how to get that. So when you're sitting there being fee-fi-fo-fum and saying, well, you're not going to get this because I got to bleach you. And then they're crying. <laughs> Is that like, how you talk to your clients? Yeah. Fee-fi-fo-fum. <laughs> you're not going to get none of this, Pearl. I've noticed in being in the salon around a lot of clients that I'm not actually taking, but just helping or whatever that we I find we don't really talk a lot about maintenance that often when it comes to like fashion colors or anything that's a high maintenance color maybe it's like a blonding service Mm -hmm. like it's a really you know scalp tens blonde we just kind of talk about okay this is what we're gonna have to do today this is probably what you're gonna be priced are you good but there's not really a lot of like hey do you realize you're gonna have to come in every four weeks because if you get any more regrowth you're gonna have banding like i notice that conversation doesn't happen very often i mean a lot of it is probably happening outside of the consultation okay so maybe i'm like just not during, present i know it. when i do it it's usually like i'm blow drying them and i'm saying hey, i know so it almost because to me in my opinion i think it almost needs to happen in the consultation because yeah. we're about to commit to this color and are you prepared to you know and or do you care thing, do you my, really care and you're just like oh clients, well, if they come back and do it they do yeah it. the clients that i have that are fashion colors that's all they do so they kind of know. know that I think you're a hundred percent. You have years of, of built relationship with your clients that yeah. they know the expectations of getting a color like that. But I wonder, we do a lot, we have a ton of new clients. And so I always just wonder like, what do you, what's your advice as far as having that conversation? Or do you think it's important? Cause like I said, with the nail salon, like what your nail tech was saying, I almost think it's kind of their responsibility. Like you get these long ass nails, all this design, like, you know, your lifestyle, like, is it really my job to break down mm-hmm. like your lifestyle and what you can and cannot do? Like, I think, uh, well, to kind of contradict what you're saying in the consultations that I've been a part of with the girls, we're talking about, oh, good. this okay. is going to wash out, you know, um, shampoos are great options which is another price that we have to quote you know um you're coming in you can do a refresh on that service or whatever at least the ones i'm having a client that we had earlier probably about two or three weeks ago maybe even months okay so she had hair um down 
down her back. It was super long. Um, she had about two years, two years prior to that, she had gotten her hair colored just kind of dark. So most of it was virgin hair. And she wanted bright pastel blue hair. Yeah. It was fine in the aspect that we were able to cut off the previously colored hair because that's a huge issue to the point where you're not getting what you want when you have color. That's a barrier of us getting um, to the end result that you need. But she wanted, um, we were able to cut that off. In the converse, consultation we had with her, it was, you are going to have to have several rounds of bleach, maybe this time, maybe over the course of several appointments. You are gonna need the upkeep on this. Your hair's not gonna feel the same. It's gonna be bleached hair. It's gonna feel a little bit more drier, more textured to it, you know. And then also upkeep, you know, a shampoo or maybe coming in every four, honestly, two to four weeks even, to get a refresh of this color is going to help you know even your roots are going to show even faster i mean there was a lot of things that she did not educate herself on which we're fine with them coming in with some little to no education but you I, felt like through the consultation though you guys educated oh, on her what to expect and we told her it's not going to take the same in every place you know i always describe it as you know, a white sheet of paper and a black sheet of paper and a highlighter. When it comes to fashion right. colors, you put that yellow highlighter on a white sheet, sheet of paper, you see it. You put it on black, you don't. And that's the hair. We've got to get the hair as close to a white sheet of paper as possible for you to see the true color that you want to see, the end result that you're looking for. What was and, her... Did she have a hesitation on bleach? Did you say that? Um. Yes and no. Okay. Um, she had curly hair, so... That's, she was kind of hesitant uh-huh. on just color, probably in general. Well, and you know, I should also say, like, talk about overeducating. I told her, you know, this is going to affect your curls a little bit, and she was like, "What? <laughs> Didn't even know that." And so there's that conversation. Sometimes I feel like I overeducate, and I need to stop because I'm creating. It's like complex. you need to give them the. You almost yeah. need to give them like the three top things that they need to know because yes. too much information can be sometimes overwhelming. It can, and I need to learn that. But <laughs> stop talking. Anyway, so um, the next issue with this client particularly is that she thought this was a service that could be done in a few I think short she hours said, yeah two or three hours that she had available she had some prior commitments which i do think as clients like you do need to offer that information up in the uh, uh, initial consultation or like when you get there because if we're doing something that is a long-term situation and you have to really put in a lot of work into it that can take four to five hours depending especially when you're doing two color processes like you do when you're doing a fashion well, color that and yes tell us your, your expectations time, or, expectations yeah. but also that's fine if you have an expectation but you need to make it work because i'm not gonna block out five hours of time you tell me of two and then we're not doing it well because and now then, i'm at five hours yeah. worth of a paycheck so we do the whole service in this stylist who does not do cor- color normally cormally she nailed it it was the perfect sh- shade of like consistent blue you know i told her it's gonna take maybe kind of greeny aqua in some places maybe dark blue maybe light blue she nailed it it looked like a flawless color and she leaves the salon and the whole staff is kind of mingling about like because she's been a total pill the whole time I mean just everybody knows she's in a hurry she's one of those people that takes phone calls while she's getting her hair colored at the shampoo bowl yes it's so annoying and disrespectful and disruptive can you sit down 
Yeah. And shut the fuck up. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> and so she she leaves. Anywho. We're all kind of and don't come for us talking about a client after they leave like this is a normal work environment just as yeah, any other right. like sorry your doctor you're... does it too when they have <laughs> yeah. to look at your weird big toe <laughs> yeah. they're talking about you when you didn't okay. floss for a year your dentist was telling yeah. all the associates about that <laughs> it's so true like not that we want to talk bad about no, people but when you're no like because the thing is is i would say Nine out of ten clients, we don't even think about when they walk out the door. We're on to the next client. We are not thinking about you or talking about your hair, honestly. And I just felt so bad for the hairstylist because, and this goes back to our title, like, we get just as disappointed about a service as you do. And I think she was disappointed by... The interaction itself. Yes. Because the color, yeah, the color color was it. And I think she just kind of felt defeated because it was like, God, I spent so much time and money and skill and brain matter on on this, this service and you just kind of sucked. So she leaves... We're kind of all talking about, like, oh, that woman just was was not very respectful during the service, rushed her. And you're never going to get a good end result when you rush somebody. And 100%. What, in what situation do you rush something, a service, <laughs> and it turns out great? Can you imagine rushing, like, your doctor in surgery? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, I know the surgery takes four hours, but could you do it in two? Like, exactly. I've got a lunch to get to. <laughs> so she ended up doing a really good job on the service well anyway she leaves she loved it i took all the after photos so i can attest i showed her the videos i showed her her hair i was like we took you there it looks great she loved it she ends up sending us four photos the photos that always get bigger the ones that are in their basement bathroom yes (laughs) it's like Like it's the fucking saw and and they're underneath like uh, like their head is three inches from the light bulb in the shade under a tree (laughs) she was having a picnic so i couldn't see that i couldn't even see the hair in that photo the other photo was skewed because of lighting the one on our car was blurry and weird and then the last one was in natural lighting in the sun and it was beautiful it was exactly the color that she left with well and this is a lesson for you hairstylists out there take before and after photos mm-hmm. of everything that you do even if you, you don't post them yeah even if it's not for social media content nope. take it for i say insurance yep. because then you have something that's like hey when you left the salon you had this hair yep and or you can see some of the things that you would like to do better next time yeah. i think it all just boils down to expectations We set very clear expectations, and this woman just was never going to be happy. And so those of you that are in salon leadership, I think you do need to support your team members and know what you would be willing to put up with. I find a lot of salon owners end up becoming a little money hungry, and they're like, we have to take every client we can get. It's a quick cash grab, and I get that when the bills need to be paid, but in the end, you're not going to keep your stylist if you force them to take you're people. You're losing money. Yeah, basically. you will lose money in the long run because you're going to force your clients, um, or excuse me, you're going to force your stylist to take clients that make their work atmosphere not happy. And guess what? Our longest Toxic. our longest clients that we have as leadership in the salon are our stylists. And so we have to make sure that they're happy, and that's really our job. And so if they're not, it doesn't matter that you made a quick 300 bucks off this girl. If they hate their job, they're going to move on. And it's well, hard to find quality stylists, you know? Oh, God, it is. And I feel like 
even though we're talking like this was like a defeat or not a happy moment this actually was a really good win for the salon because yeah we told this style or we told this client like listen there was nothing wrong with this service that you got we got you as close to what we could given all the education we gave you during the consultation we're sorry um, and honestly, for those of you wondering, we just stopped responding to her. She just wanted to keep badgering on about how she didn't like it or whatever. And sometimes you just got to cut your losses. And nothing that she – she wasn't very specific on what she didn't like also, no. Maria. But anyways, she was like, it looks good in the shade. The fuck? The shade. What does that mean? What looks good in the shade? A Tinder I'm photo? like, well, great. Skincare tells you that you should stay out of the sun. So why don't you just stay in the shade? Thank you. And your hair will look good all the time. Well, the win with this whole situation yeah. was, was our stylist said to us, like, I've never been supported this much. Yeah. You know, in past salons that she'd worked at, she probably had a boss. Given what she said, she probably had a boss that said, um... You got to fix it. You need to fix it now. You That's know? just older. That is old yes. leadership mentality because it, it still client subscribes to the clients always, right. always right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I think listening to this, you could it could appear that we're kind of anti-client and no. we really aren't really. You we guys like 90 percent of our clients are I, not even 90, 99 percent of our clients yeah. are amazing. We have great experiences yeah. with, but nobody wants to hear that. No one listens to CNN to hear about well, the world is spinning on just greatly. We're here <laughs> for the fires. We're here for the deaths. We're here for the destruction. I'm not here for the deaths. Shark attacks. They're <laughs> just saying. Do you want to hear about the, the friendly shark or do you want to hear about Jaws? Yeah. So that's what you're here for, guys. You're here for the bloodbath. You hear about and this Bruce? bitch, she was a bloodbath. And you know what? I don't care. We cauterized oh, that wound. And, <laughs> and, oh my God. Can cauterized be our word for drinking? Every time you say cauterized. Cauterized. We cauterized that wound God. and everyone's good. Where the fuck did you pull that word out of? My God. I can be smart. Mm. Anyways, so but I'm yeah, going to leave this entire Yeah, what's your final with, note of? What's your final lesson of the day? So all the questions that we got, a lot of them actually I should say were client horror stories so this is a great one and god i just want to lead with this so um expectation versus reality we were packed at the salon every client had a every stylist had a client i had two clients at the time tanner comes up to me and he's like there's a lady who wants to talk to you oh, okay God. and i should say that tanner doesn't usually tanner is like oh, oh i shut it down message. yeah i'm like no but this woman was, she was persistent. persistent and she said she wasn't gonna leave she was like i'll wait i'll wait well i'm sorry bitch at 5 30 and i have <laughs> yeah. two clients we can talk at 9 30 you know it doesn't mm-hmm. work like that yeah. well anyways i found five fucking minutes for this woman and she <laughs> That was when you were supposed to be eating your lunch that you hadn't eaten at noon. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so I'm like, hi, you know, my name is Lisa. How can I help you? And she said, hey, I want to get this color done. I want to see, I was referred to you, which is great. I will take as many referrals as possible to myself, to the salon. So I will never complain about that. But she said, I was referred to you by one of your clients and I want this color. She flips her phone over and she shows me, I kid you not, a photo of herself on Snapchat in cartoon. She was a fucking cartoon. She had cartoon hair, eyes, everything. And she said, and I look at her and I said, that's a filter. I'm I didn't just even know. picturing your face. Well, and I, and, it was that face. Well, and let's, let's, yeah, let's talk.
talk about like <laughs> setting the the consultation and the appointment up for success. I was already annoyed because you basically weasel your way. You were yeah, ambushed for you, sure. Um, into talking to me, which I'm not a celebrity or anything like that, but like respect my time. You can't just show up and be like, I want to talk now. Do well, you do yeah. that to people's homes? And how would she feel if she was in the hair in the client's chair yes. getting her hair done? And it's like, hey, I got to stop to go talk I to this. I had a new client at the time. Anyways, and then you show me a fucking cartoon of yourself, <laughs> lavender cartoon of yourself. And so I looked at her and I said, that's a cartoon. What do you want? I'm confused. And she said, well, I, I want that hair. I want that lavender hair. And I didn't have time to get into all of it, like bleaching, blah, blah, blah. That's a cartoon. Um, it's high maintenance. It's a cartoon. Um, that's a filter because it's if a cartoon. I, if like, I remember correctly, I feel like you were talking to her while you were doing a, a client's hair. Like, I don't think you it, had time it, to it, stop and talk to her. I it, think it was like, yes. you were just like, come over here. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> it was both. I remember okay. talking to her a bit and then having to be like, okay, this keeps going. I have to go. She with- had an Android too. So Ugh. that tells you. Okay. So I feel like we need to give clients or those listening some take kind away. of a takeaway of yeah. there's some way to bridge the gap between showing us a Snapchat filter of your hair yeah. as a cartoon to being able to kind of understand what it takes to go from one color to the next. So like I, what advice would you give yeah. someone? You know, we're professionals, so we're always going to hold the most knowledge. And you need to come to us with questions. I don't want you to think that <laughs> I need to know as much as questions you. Questions or exactly yeah. that. So just do a little research. You're finding the photos there. You're on. You're online. Google uh, what it take brunette to blonde. Mm-hmm. Blah blah. And yeah. somebody will give you a brief idea of you got to bleach it x amount of times. God knows there's enough YouTube videos out there of girls bleaching their own hair and what ends up happening. Which don't do that. I think what's hard for but, clients though too is there are a lot of videos out there as well of people getting these insane results in one session. And so they're, they think it's possible Mm -hmm. because I've seen a lot of TikToks where they take someone Mm -hmm. from black to white and, you know, put on these polka dots of blue and green and all this shit. And it's like, that is misleading. I really wish that those people that post videos like that would, you know, put some kind of context of like, Hey, this, either this person has naturally light hair. So we're lifting only a few levels. Like we do kind of have to educate the client in a way that's so different than we ever have before because of all this education that's out there and all this information. Like there's so much information coming in. And if you don't really understand the whole process itself, it's easy to get misled. I I think it goes down to, so I should say, don't believe a hundred percent everything off of the internet, but um, when I was getting all of my uh, tattoos, I chose this tattoo artist that did a lot of color and bright mm-hmm. and fun stuff. I just like their style and their vibe. I was super into it. And I remember one of my good friends said to me, what are you doing? Like, you want black and white. You want line work. You want gray. All of that. Like, you can't. I shouldn't say black and white. Black and gray. You cannot go to somebody that specifically does color. They're not going to know what to do with somebody that doesn't want any color. And I thought, oh, that's wild. And so your takeaway needs to be, you know, do a little research. Kind of have an idea of what it's going to take to get you what you want. But make sure you're choosing the styles that you want because 
at least in our salon, our stylists are here for the long haul. They want to invest in you as much as you want to invest in them. And so we, we expect you to come forward with that. Yeah. No, I think that's good advice. I would also add to it, ask somebody that's done it. Ask, yeah. a, ask a client. Like, I guarantee you have a friend oh, yeah. or someone you follow on social media that has done this and has taken their hair from, you know, whatever color to... Yep. a light pastel or a, a really bright blonde and ask them like hey what have you experienced did you like your stylist you know ask some feedback from someone that's done it because then they can tell you like hey you know yeah I had a lot of hair fall or you know I it really helped that my stylist offered Olaplex like you yeah. could just get educated in more of a referral type of way I didn't love it the way. first time they did it but they said it was yeah take it would take sessions like mm -hmm. we had to do this three or four times and there's something so trustworthy in the client sharing that experience and you know we can tell you all these things but sometimes I think people are you know thinking we want a certain dollar or you know we're here for a you know there's an interest involved like oh we're going to do it so we can make money which of course we're here to make money but i think there's nothing more trustworthy than a client that's done it and yeah. so ask them ask them what it took how much you spent you know is this a process you think i should do and so i think that can be really helpful too yeah okay so i'm thinking for our next episode maybe you guys can weigh in a little bit we're thinking either like a bridal s episode talk mm -hmm. about bridezillas momzillas yep. everything that goes into bridal or i was thinking like maybe like a social media talking about gaining followers what it takes to like represent yourself well yeah branding yourself so maybe you guys can weigh in let us know what you would like to see what would be beneficial to you yeah and yours yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. Give us a cocktail idea for yeah. the next one because I'm tired of the vodka Sprite Zero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for watching. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, yuck. <laughs>